T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back, live with more Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Bears lose to the New Orleans Saints 24-17, and we get the chance to discuss it. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score, uh, broadcasting live on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday presented by Busey Bank. And it's not a game, Illinois.com. Fantastic lineup today uh, on the score. Olin Kruitz joins Mully and Hall at 7 o'clock. DJ Moore jumps on with the guys at 8. And then Dan Reeder hangs out at 840. Then Bernstein and Holmes come through. Uh, Anthony Heron jumps on with them at 11. Josh Schrock, the Schrocker uh, from NBC Sports Chicago. He jumps on at 12. And then Kurt Warner, Mark Grody, Jalen Johnson join Parkins and Spiegel. At 2.44 and 5 p.m. respectively. Make sure you guys are here for that. It's going to be a great one. But right now, I'm here for my third my third shifters. I'm here for the overnighters. I'm here for the people that, that really got something to say. It might not get through during the day, but my phone lines are open. And I most certainly am trying to talk to you about this game. I need, I need somebody to talk to about this damn game. And I can't talk to Tyler for five hours. Uh, so, again, phone lines are open. 312 644 67 67. It's Gabe Ramirez at 670 to score. Let's go out to Fabian on the south side. Fabian, what up? Gabe, mi hermano, como andas? Dímelo, dímelo. ¿Qué crees de Iberflus? What do you think about him? Hey, man, before I get to my point, Gabe, I just want to thank you, man. Your motivation, your inspiration, not just to me, but to hundreds and thousands of Latinos here in Chicago, man. I've been listening to you since the B96 days. Now that you're on the score, Whatever I'm doing, I have to listen to you. So thank you, man. Thank you for everything you do. I appreciate it, man. It means a lot. You know, I'm I'm definitely out here just trying to show everybody that, you know, us Latinos, we could do whatever we 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 just like everybody else. We do anything out here, man. So I appreciate you saying that because just like you, Fabian, I like music and I like the Bears, and that's why I'm out here like everybody else. So tell so tell me what tell me what you saw, man, in this game yesterday. Bro, we we love the Bears, man. We love the Bears. We don't want to see what we've been seeing for the past, what, 20, 30 years? (laughs) The only way, the only way we're not going to see what we're seeing, we got to give her the Eberflus, man. We're just prolonging the inevitable. He's not going to be here when we're a contending team, when we're ready to win the Super Bowl, when we're ready to go into the playoffs. So why keep him around? Might as well get a coaching staff that's going to develop these players, that's going to pick their own players from the draft why why keep these guys around you're just prolonging the inevitable and just like you man, i'm a big soccer fan as well bayern munich if bayern munich sees their coach their coaches that they don't feel the team they don't have the love for the right. jersey they're gonna get rid of them 
why keep Everflus around prolonging the inevitable? Yeah, and but man, but but this is the thing though. But like you can remember, you know me, Fabian. You listen to this show. Yeah. I'm about solutions, not problems, right? So yeah. so I understand yeah. your solution in the short term is you know bring someone who respects the jersey, loves the jersey. But mm-hmm. Eber, but what do you feel like Eberflus is doing that's so wrong that you don't like? It's it's not that he's doing something wrong to to hurt us. It's it's that he doesn't know what to do right. Mm. That's the thing. He's never been a coach in the NFL to say, I know the situation. I have the experience to overcome this. I can beat the Saints coming down or, or being behind in the scoreboard. I can beat them. He doesn't know how to do that. The players are going to lose faith in him. The staff, the, the, the organization is going to lose, lose faith in him. The fans already lost faith in him. So what's the point of keeping them around? Nobody wants anyone to get fired. Yeah, I hear, I, I hear, I hear that, Fabian. And because look, here's the thing, right? Like, am I, if, do I think he's the best coach? No, right? But, but right. do I think like you? We we have to be fair in saying like every single week, right? Not just one week, but every single week we watch the Bears play. The team that they're facing has significantly more talent than the Bears. That is without a question, right? Like, you just look at the line, yeah. you look at the offense, the defense, you're just like, damn, the Bears, yeah. the players, they suck compared to the other team. So it's it's hard to give Eberflus like, a complete evaluation, just like Justin Fields, right? They're like, oh, we need him to see him play the rest of the year before we know if, like, we're going to rock with him for, for a couple more years, right? And I think the same thing goes for Eberflus. Like, is he the best? No. But does he have even, like, like even like a little bit of talent to work with to make you know what I mean to to, yeah. to be able to see what he got he's he's making the defense better that's for certain he's calling the plays now defense looks better than it has in the last two years under Ibraflus right so now that he's got a hold of it it looks good the offense still looks the same right it's stagnant it's not performing at a high level but again I think that's where the talent comes into play there's that the, they they don't have a top fifteen quarterback. You know, the running game, obviously Dante Foreman's playing well, but he, he wasn't even there at the beginning of the season. So so maybe we could say that, that that they're doing a poor job of evaluating talent. Maybe that's we could that's a better assessment of it, right? And maybe that's where a change might come in. Like who's telling these guys, you know, where where they should be drafted or who they should be bringing in. But but I don't know. I I I I I think we still have some time, Fabian, before we can I feel, I feel you again. I feel you with everything you're saying. But I think, I just think he needs that little bit of experience to know, hey, I can do this. I can come back from being behind in this game. I can win this game. And that the players know, hey, we're behind, but we can win this game. I don't know, man, but you also mentioned at some point we got to get away from this gray area. We got to spend money. Mm. We got to get rid of this draft capital. However you got to do it, you got to do it, man. We can't take this. For another 20, 30 years that we can't <laughs> win this division, man. Yeah. We yeah. can't even go to the playoffs in this division that doesn't have an Aaron Rodgers, a Brett Favre, a, you know, a quarterback that always owned us. Yeah. This is our time. We got to do something. Got to gotta do something, Fabian. I appreciate the call, man. Always call in when I'm on. All right, brother. I love talking to you. Um, but you're right. But you're right, though. I think that, you know, in those situations, I mean, we got to get out of the gray area as a team. As a fan base, as an organization, who are we, right? It can't be we. What 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 is intolerable or intolerable? Excuse me, is 
having an outlier of a season every decade or having the occasional flash-in-the-pan season where the Bears are okay. Just think about it. With Nagy, they had one good season and they sucked. Right? So you have a flash-in-the-pan year. You know, Lovey gets his 10. John Fox even had a decent season once. You know, so it's like you're, you're, but it's inconsistent. The Bears aren't constantly in the playoff hunt, even three, four years in a row. Like, when does that happen? Like, we, we want to get there. We, we, we've already sucked as bad as sucking can be. Now let's get on the other side of it. And I don't know. Maybe the answer is the new coach. I don't think that, that that's necessarily going to happen. But maybe that is the answer. But I just I, I would much rather focus on bringing in more talent. Bring in more talent. Let Iberflus try to coach those guys. And then if he sucks when he has a, a, a handful of talent, then we can move on from a guy like Iberflus to take the Bears to the next level. Let's go back to back out to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. Man, I'm trying to talk to you about these Bears because I got a lot on my chest. Let's go to Scott. Out in Chicago. Scott, I know you're from Chicago. We're all from Chicago. What, what side of town are you from, bro? South side, bro. Shout How you out. doing, Kate? Good morning. Shout out to South Side. Good morning, Scott. Uh, so talk to me about your thoughts on the Bears, man. Uh, I was just talking to your, your your producer, Tyler, and the first thing I talked to him about was fundamentals, man. They like blocking and tackling skills. <laughs> right. uh, uh, seriously. And I told him also, the way I feel right now, Joliet Catholic could Ouch. beat the Bears. Ouch. Seriously. I mean, they got, you know, big linemen. And that's another thing. They need a consistently healthy, strong, especially offensive line that can actually protect whoever's a quarterback. Uh, you know, Whitehair has been banged up. All these other guys are banged up. Get rid of them, man. They've been in the league for a few, trade them, whatever. Um, I also told him, I think Harbaugh's days at Michigan are numbered in, in regards to this scandal, whatever's going on. And and it would be nice to have him back because I think he does have love for the for the especially for the city for the team for 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 the players and he might want to bring some some of that offensive line that he's got that most of those guys are going to get drafted by the NFL both his offensive line and defensive line but it's just frustrating to see guys that keep making stupid penalties and get instead of making positive yards going forward they get negative yards is going back from all the stupid penalties and they cannot block and tackle, man. Yeah. And, 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 and I told him also, this is my last thought metaphorically, except for Cairo Santos and Tyson Bajan, I think an improvement for the bears would be a bus or a plane crash metaphorically, you know, and I'll, I'll leave it alone. Thanks for the call, Scott. That's a little too dark for me, for me and my liking over here. Uh, but I, I hear what you're saying. And it is that, Pretty much you're echoing what I've been saying for the first hour and a half, which is that the Bears are void of talent. You know? And you mentioned Cairo Sansa. He missed a field goal. You mentioned Tyson Bajan. He just threw, had four turnovers. Three interceptions, one fumble. And this is after he's he's watched tape and learned that he needs to protect the football and that he just threw two, two interceptions the week before. So, I mean... <clears throat> There's some, there's some, let me see, who who would I keep? If I had to pick, I'll do a top five. This is good. Text in if you'd like to, 312-644-6767. Uh, 
Five five players that I would keep. Hmm. DJ Moore, without question. Tevin Jenkins. For sure you're keeping Tevin Jenkins. He's your nastiest. He's the only offensive starting offensive lineman that did not have a penalty called on him today. I know. Trust me. Sad. Tevin Jenkins, too. On defense, I'm keeping Jack Sanborn. I was going to say, Gabe, I, he was awesome today. That was my positive takeaway from the game. It's just, it, it, it's like every game, he's just around the ball. He's there. And he's there. And he's making, he's so good in the open field. He's allergic to the football. No, no, no. It'd be the opposite. Because allergic would mean like he doesn't want it. I'm stupid. I got you. No, no. You're not. No, no, no. I'm here, bro. We're a team. He's addicted to the football. There How about that? Go. I'll take that. Got it. I'll take that. I'm so so we're three deep right now. DJ Moore, Tevin Jenkins. The fact that it's taking that I have to think because I really got yeah yeah. I'm well, ready. I was going to say, how about two of the linebackers, Edmonds, Edwards, one or the other? I don't know if I'm necessarily just like, oh yeah, I got to keep that guy, Montez Sweat. There you go. Ooh. Even after just one game, I mean, Bears need a Bears need someone to to rush the passer, right? So you're going to need Montez Sweat. That's four. Damn, who one more? Fifth? If you could only, yeah, I could only keep five. Who would it be? I just took off my shoes. I kicked up my feet. What is going to get, get comfy in here? How about Cole Komet? No, no, nah, not my, not my guy. He's a beast, though. Is he? I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. I, I don't know if I, I. He doesn't seem irreplaceable. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think of people like that. Oh, Jalen Johnson. I, I, that's that's yes. a good pick. That's Jalen Johnson. Give me. I'm talking about to start your your new team with. You know what I'm saying? Five players you would keep to start your new team with: Jalen Johnson, Montez Sweat. Who did I say? Tevin Jenkins, DJ Moore, and Jack Sanborn. Dude, I got a squad. I like that. I, I, I like got it. a squad. Very well rounded. And Jack Sanborn's there only to prove that, like, I care about how you practice and how you play. Right? He is the token. Like, hey. This guy, there's a lot of people that could have been that fifth spot instead of Jack Sanborn, but you got to play, you got to, you got to outgrind Jack Sanborn to get Jack Sanborn's spot, which is gonna be hard to do, and that's a that's a hard to do. It's like trying to say you want to outgrind me. It's hard. But gen- genuinely, Gabe, I was gonna bring this up at some point. I loved the way he played today. That was my biggest positive takeaway from yeah. the game. Absolutely, of course. Listen, you love a guy that can step in for uh, uh, Tremaine Edmonds who was dealing with, you know, some lower leg issues and can not replicate, but can get damn near close. And that's what you love about Jack Sanborn. Uh, from the 509, someone texted in and said, Braxton Jones. Interesting. Jalen Johnson, Darnell Mooney, Tyson Bajan is better than Jordan Love. I hope that's not your fifth player. One, two, three. He only did four. All right. Oh, Andrew Billings. Uh, you would keep Tyson Bajan as your top five? That's that's rough, Mr. That's, 509. That's, that's risky. That's really risky, Mr. 509. But I like it though. If you have any if you have your five, your starting five, five you would keep. I'd love to hear it. 312 644. 67-67. It is Gabe Ramirez. It is 670 the score. It's a plumber's 911 football Monday taking your phone calls, chatting about this Bears loss. So much to discuss. Phone lines are open. Got a couple more open for you. If you're riding around and you want to chat bears with me, let's go to Marvin. Marvin, again, you're from Chicago, but what side of town? 
South Side. South Side, Marvin. Shout I, I, you know what it is? I, I always do that because I feel like, Marvin, when I used to work on a different radio station, people call in and they'd be like, oh, it's Lisa from Chicago. And I'd be like, bro, if you're calling me, we're all from Chicago. Like, this is a Chicago radio station. Tell me what side of town so I could, we could let people know. You know, they like, they like to know and know that people are calling in from where they're from. Uh, but Marvin, let's side of town I was from though. Yeah. So let's uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's let's talk about the Bears' draft picks and and how they can contribute to the success of this team. What do you think the Bears should be doing? So I was listening to the after the game show earlier, and and some one caller called in and said, "Why don't we trade the first or the second pick or the second or the third pick for more draft capital, like?" when they traded three first-rounders for Khalil Mack, when they traded three first-rounders to move up to get Mitch Trubisky. Why can't we do that? And so we still don't know what we have in field. We know he's flashed some great games from there, and he does hold the ball too long. But that is, there's some talent there. There's some talent there. So, I mean, just to get the right person to extract that talent from him, and surrounding with more draft capital, because I just feel like I watched Caleb Williams this past weekend. I don't know. And then we're starting over again. I don't know if he's the second coming of anything. And and he holds the ball quite a bit of time, too. Mm-hmm. So is it the right thing? Or And by the way, Darnell Wright, the right tackle, he should have been in your top five, too. Oh, uh, that's a, yeah. Ooh, but do, yeah. but would you rather have Darnell Wright or Tevin Jenkins? Assuming both would be healthy, assuming both would be healthy, I'd rather have Tevin Jenkins. Yeah, yeah, that's, if that's the case. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm saying if if he can compile from these first, these two picks, six more first round draft picks. What's wrong with giving Fields another year? Well, the, the, I mean, the problem not, is the, the problem is, and this is something that I talked about a lot, a lot Marvin. It's just that. Justin Fields, regardless of, you know, and I do have a follow-up question for you. Justin Fields just isn't a top 15 quarterback in the NFL, right? And so you said, you know, you can someone, you know, there's talent there. That is without question. We all see Justin Fields as talented. The issue is the lack of consistency with that talent, right? And, and then my, my question to you would be, because you, 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 the, word, the words you used were someone to extract that talent from him. My question to you would be, how much more talent do you think there is to extract? Well, the same, the way that the line has blocked today, and I think I heard you say this earlier, I actually thought the Bears would have won that game today if Fields was Hell yeah. Hell yeah, the Bears would have won that game with Justin Fields on the center. I mean, I was like, there were some plays, even the ones that Bajan had run, I, I thought he could have. If that were Fields, he could have broken. Yeah, three. yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have ran past the safety instead right. of at him. <laughs> so that's that's those are the things that I'm talking about. Just get to get away and get a chip on his shoulder, as I heard you say earlier. One of the callers, yes, he does. Uh, I think he wants to show people I can do this mm-hmm. my way, and we all have to be flexible in our jobs. I don't care what you do for a living, and I just don't. That's up to Coach Eberflus to let him know, hey, we got to go with what's working as opposed to this. They roll Bajan out today. They perform well. Every time they roll either one of those gentlemen out, they do pretty well. It's when they get away from it and try to force both of them in the pocket 
that's when we start having problems. And maybe Bajan's arm strength does have something to do with it. I don't know. The short passes aren't going to get anybody anywhere. Mm-hmm. You've got to stretch the field at some point. And I, I believe Fields can do that maybe just a little bit better than Bajan. I'm not saying Fields is the answer because, you know, I've been off the boat sometime too, but there are times <laughs> – There was a a stretch last year for six to eight games that if the defense were on point, it it may have been a different season. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because he was putting up 30 points a game, and they were still losing. So it wasn't all his fault. Well, Marvin, that's why I said, like, if the Bears' defense was top 15, you know, then you could have made a good argument for them to be, you know, near near or close to, you know, uh, above 500. But, But the issue there is, like, the defense couldn't put it together, right? They didn't. They didn't have enough yet, and and then maybe the Alvin Williams wasn't the answer as a defensive coordinator. But but you're right. I mean, if the defense would have played right, you know, at least we could have. Like, if Justin Fields would have been healthy and the defense would have been playing the way it is right now, like at least you could, you could take a better assessment. Yeah, and you'd be positive about the team. You know, you'd be much more positive yeah. about the team. And even if you it, thought that Justin Fields wasn't going to be the quarterback of the future, you at least were saying like the Bears unequivocally are headed in the right direction. We're now there's just you're still in that gray area because you're not sure like what their next moves are going to be. I'm I'm undeniably correct. But earlier you did say you felt like they were moving in the right direction. No, I do I do think they are. I do and, think they are and, moving. And I feel the same I feel the same way with what I've seen and I still think the jury is out on fields. Now I know you I listened to you. You you've been a little hard on them. It, it, hard or real, Marvin? Hard or real? I, okay, real. Okay. Because he has made some mistakes uh, that he shouldn't be making. But I think it was last week the Packers coach just said the same thing about Love. When, when after week one, they thought he was the one. Right. But the jury is still out. And he's been in the league three years. He just hasn't been playing. And he's been playing behind one of the best ever. And learning. Yeah. Fields hasn't had anyone to learn from, certainly not Nagy at all. Yeah, but but, but but I would say, like, like let's say with Jordan Love, right? Like, the jury ain't out. The jury's back. They got their they got their guilty verdict. Like, he ain't it. Like, he is not that guy. Like, I think everyone can – like, that's the thing, right? Like, in the present, Marvin, you have to say things like, hey, yeah, we're still assessing and we're still doing this. Because you can't come out and be like – Nah, this dude, this dude ain't it, right? Like you can't say that in the middle of the season. So like they have to say things like that about Jordan Love when they know damn well that at the end of the season or next year, Jordan Love, at least I hope not for the Packers' sake, Jordan Love is not going to be the starting quarterback or shouldn't be for that matter, right? And I think with Justin Fields, I think he he still has the 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 like I think no matter what they know that Jordan Love's not they do, but Justin Fields can still win some hearts over. Where like like people have come to their final assessment on Justin Fields like like myself, but like Justin Fields can still do the whoop de whoop, you know what I mean, and and come out dominate on Thursday against the, the 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 Panthers, right? A bad team, same way Bajan did against the Raiders. Do that, then I think they go on a bye after that. Is that right? They go on a yeah. bye after that, right? Then they go on yeah. their then they go on their bye, and then they have to face like Detroit a couple times, and then like but if you if you Justin Fields messed around. And beats Detroit. Oh, excuse me. No, no, not the bye week. They go Carolina, Detroit, then Minnesota. So, so if Justin Fields comes out and goes three and zero, which is very possible, right? You beat Carolina for sure. Josh Dobbs, you're looking at your doppelganger, and you're trying to figure out: Am I better than my doppelganger, Joshua Dobbs, against Minnesota? And then Detroit is the game that you really got to look at and be like: 
can you put it together? The defense is playing better, right? You get your warm-up. It's like a boxing match, right? You get your warm-up match against Carolina, and then you go face the title, you know, to try to get the title against Detroit. And you could do it. You could shock the world. And then you, God, can. you can, and God forbid you, not God forbid, but damn, I, and then you win three in a row because Minnesota, you, you, they're an uh, injured, wounded duck, and then you win three in a row. Now you change the narrative in Chicago. I still don't think you're a top 15 quarterback, but at least now you change public opinion, and you make people think like, oh, damn, we were wrong. Again, you know how it is in Chicago, Marvin. People are topsy-turvy. Now, now everybody's back in on Justin Fields if he wins three straight. Don't you think that'll be the case if he pulled off three? I, I, I believe that. Earlier, you said Fields was Dobbs. You really think he's not better than Dobbs? I think him and Josh Dobbs are the they're the Spider Man meme pointing at each other. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, when I heard you say that on the radio, I was like, "Ooh." I've, I've Marvin, Dobbs. I've said that. I said that since the beginning of the season. You, at, you did. I I didn't hear early. I just heard it today. I was like, "Yeah." God. I was telling my producer Tyler, "Can I get a co-sign over there?" I've been saying. <laughs> I've been saying Justin Fields equals Josh Dobbs. Oh yeah, you said that from the beginning Super of the year. Because I, because, wow. but here's the thing though, Marvin. I got the I got the little NFL app, so I get to watch all the games, little thirty minute condensed versions. And so I'm watching mm-hmm. Do- Josh Dobbs at Arizona, just you know checking out what they're doing over there. And I'm like, damn, this looks eerily similar to Justin Fields, a guy with great arm strength. You know, you know, he 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 got he can use his legs when needs be. But sometimes just, you know, can't put it all together, right? Like consistently. And who does that sound like? That sounds like Justin <laughs> Fields. That sounds like Justin. But but look, but look, but look, but but Justin Fields can do what 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 he did what Josh Dobbs did this uh yesterday, right? He can come in and win a game for you. Justin Fields can win in the NFL. It's just a matter of doing it consistently enough. And that's what I think we ultimately have an issue with. Marvin, I appreciate the comment. Always enjoy talking to you. I like good football conversations. That's this is why I don't mind doing the, the overnight shift because I you get real football people that got really good opinions. Marvin, that was a great conversation. I could have that. I could do that every week. Uh, but I want to take more of your phone calls. I want to have more Marvins jump on and talk to me about your thoughts about the Bears, so that we can have a, a nice, healthy conversation about about the organization because I love them just as much as you do. There's a lot of people on this station. You know, throughout the day, that'll just be angry, and 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 talk about. But I have love in my heart for this team, and I want to talk to you about it. So the phone lines are open three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. My name is Gabe Ramirez, uh, and and I have a what is it? The first step is admitting you have a problem. My name is Gabe Ramirez, and I have a problem. I love the Bears too much, and I still watch every Sunday. Even though, like, think about this game. It was like pointless. This is such a pointless game. Week nine, Bears are two going into the game, two and six. Playoffs not happening. Justin Fields can't even watch him to try to see if he's your quarterback or not. Tyson Bajan, you already know what he is. You know what his ceiling is for that man. Like, it was such a pointless game. And you know where I was watching the game, Tyler? At a birthday party. But here's the best thing. So we were, I went to Etheria Cafe. It's right there on North Avenue, California, in Humble Park. So I go to this birthday party. Shout out to Greg Gray. That's whose party it was. And it's me. And the party was at 1130 after, you know, daylight savings time. So I pull up to this party. 
And there's probably like 30 parents there, maybe like 10 men. And five of us are wearing Bears gear head to toe because it's 1130. Party starts at 1130. Clearly, a Bears fan did not plan this. I was like looking at my wife. I'm like, 1130? She's like, babe, you don't work today. So you better come to this party. I said, okay, you know what? I understand. So I get to this party. I see five men just depressed because they're not watching the game, just like me. But the difference to me and the men is that I do this for a living. I have to watch the Bears game. I have the best excuse ever, right? So I look like the a-hole dad that doesn't care about their kids because I have two of them. Dirt is running around in the jungle gym, and I just got my phone out. <laughs> I'm just watching the Bears game. And I have it on display. And I got the volume up because I'm like, hey, fellas, if anyone wants to, you know, if anyone's not afraid of their wife and they want to come over here and watch this game with me, come sit down next to me. But me, I'm going to watch this game right here on this phone while these kids are playing. So I'm watching it. And then my wife, and then just to, to put my tail between my legs to end the story, then my wife comes up, she goes, it's your, or no, she goes, it's time to switch. And I was like, switch what? What does that mean? She's like, it's your turn. I'm like, turn for what? We're at a jungle gym. Let the kids run around. Like, I'm not going to be up under these kids. She's like, well, you've been on your phone the whole time. And then I get to use my favorite line ever. I'm working. <laughs> I'm working. How dare you? I have to talk about this game later. Okay? So I have to watch this thing. While all the other men in the place just rolling their eyes, sad, depressed. Uh, it's a good time. You're doing your job, man. Doing my job. Hey, hey, I'm working. That's my favorite one. I'm working. I, and I say it like that, too. I'm working. <laughs> How dare you disturb me while I'm working? Uh, but I want you to disturb me. All right? In the form of a phone call. I got a couple lined up. There's some phone lines open, so I want to talk to you. 312-644-6767. Bears lose to the New Orleans Saints 24-17. Are you ready to see fields? Because here's the thing. I just told you. We just looked at the schedule. There's three more games before the bye week. Do you rush fields back against Carolina so that way you can see him perform in those three games? Or do you give him one more week off so he can have two before the bye week? Do you want to see Justin Fields play on Thursday? Do you think Eberflus should be the coach? There's, like, so much to talk about. We're going to get into the positives in a little bit, too. But, again, I'm, I'm, I'm more so curious about Justin Fields and whether or not you'd, you, want, you want to see him play on Thursday. Or do you think he needs one more week of rest? 312 644 67 67 it's gabe ramirez taking your phone calls after the break right here on 670 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Score, And I say like that too. I'm working. All the way till 5 a.m. I am. Gabe Ramirez here on 670 The Score. On a Plumbers 911 Football Monday here. Presented by Busey Bank and It's Not a Game Illinois.com. Taking your phone calls, 312-644-6767. Phone lines are open. Let's go read some text messages. Somebody said from the 815, all the talent in the world means nothing. If you can't read a defense, Gabe. Now, just because you audible at the line, does that mean you, you, you're reading the defense properly? Because I feel like Tyson Bajan was damn near doing an audible every time he went up. He would, like, do that crouching tiger, hidden dragon thing really low to the ground. And he'd touch his ears like he was. I felt like half the time it was just a decoy. He wasn't really doing it. Because sometimes he got down real, so low that it looked like he was looking at the center, like trying to talk to the center. It's like, yo, what up, bro? You see me down there? I'm audible in the play, all right? Uh, you're right. You do need to be able to read the defense, and that's that's an issue. From the 509, again, says Justin Fields is the real deal. Eberflus can coach. He just needs to get a new offensive coordinator. Trade out of the number one pick, get more players, and let Fields ball. Ah, unpopular opinion there. Let's see what else. Somebody said, I grew up in Oak Park. Certain blocks gave full candy bars and sodas. Uh, that's how you knew you grew up in Oak Park, because you called them sodas and not pop. We do the block, trade costumes, and go back to those several times. That's hilarious. Do the block, trade costumes, and go black. Go go back to those blocks several times. That's great. I think the Bears need an... Offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator next season. Depending on Fields' health, if not stating, starting against Carolina, I like to gadget plays utilizing his legs. Mm. I got to be honest. Justin Fields, like the whole like, oh, make Justin Fields a gadget guy, that's silly. Silly. He's either a quarterback or he's not. There's no, there's no, he's Bayless Jones or he's Taysom Hill. He's way better than Taysom Hill. So it's either he's a quarterback or he's not. It's none of this trick stuff. I'm not here for that. But damn, I do wish he was like how good. Like let's let's take a look at the uh, the NFC North and the quarterbacks in it. Is Justin Fields the best quarterback in the NFC North? Is he better than Jordan Love? Yes. Is he better than Joshua Dobbs? Maybe. Maybe. Is he better than Kirk Cousins? No. And is he better than Jared Goff in the present? No. So at best, he's the third best quarterback in the NFC North. Not good enough. That's interesting that you hesitated saying, is he better than his doppelganger, Joshua Dobbs? What? Like, 
you know who's you know who who scoffs at that remark, Tyler? People that have not looked at Josh have not watched Josh Dobbs play or have not or have not looked at his stats. That's really all that boils down to. I mean, because if you've watched any of his games, you would agree. It's it's simple. It's the, the guy is literally Justin Fields, 2.0. Now he's bounced around. I didn't realize this. He was in Pittsburgh in 2018 and 2020. I wonder what happened in 2019. Go Google that for me, Tyler. Go figure what the hell happened to Joshua Dobbs in 2019. 2018, he played five games for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 2020, he played one game. Last year, he was with Tennessee. And then this year, obviously, he played eight games with Arizona. Let me go through his game log for you. Okay? This is his game log. This year, by the way. First game of the season, 21 for 30. 70 uh, percent completion percentage. No tutties, no interceptions. They lost by four to Washington. Game two, damn near identical. 21 for 31 with a tutty. Now, it's all the rushing yards. In that game three, actually, let me start there. Joshua Dobbs, here's his rushing performance by game. Three for 41. Six for 55, 12 for 48, 7 for 47, 7 for 43, 6 for 26, 7 for 66. Sounds very similar to Justin Fields. Let me tell you, let me tell you his passing stats for the his first eight games with Arizona. 21 for 30, better than Justin Fields. Game two, 21 for 31, better than Justin Fields. Game three. He didn't throw an interception until week five. Okay? He's thrown, in those first eight games at Arizona, he's thrown 10 touchdowns. 10 touchdowns, five interceptions. What does Justin Fields have? What do you think? Take a guess without looking at the stats. I think 11 touchdowns, five picks. Okay. Justin Fields, 11 touchdowns, six interceptions. So when I say when I say doppelganger, when I when I'm trying to tell you about Joshua Dobbs, I'm not just coming out of my butt with this stuff. He's a Justin Fields, a hundred for 162, 61 percent completion percentage, 1,200 yards, 11 tutties, six interceptions, four, and then he's rushed for 237 yards. You go to Josh Dobbs. I know it's going to be sickening to see this, these statistics. You go to Josh Dobbs' summary, his stats on the summary. This season, 1,500 yards more than Justin Fields. He's rushed for 258 yards. What did I say, Justin, at 260? Dude, it's the same stats. I'm not coming up with this out of nowhere. Trust me when I tell you. 10 tutties. Five picks. Thousand yard. Like it's the exact same. Sickening. It's gross. But it's it should it should serve as a reminder that, you know, when you're looking there there is elite quarterbacks, and then there's the people in the mushy middle, and then there's bad quarterbacks. Justin Fields is not a bad quarterback. 
but he most certainly is in that middle. And he is not part of the elite crowd. And that's okay. It's okay. But is it okay where the Bears are at right now? Uh, because the current quarterback, Tyson Bajant, uh, did have himself a game today. Of course, he was 18 for 30. Looked okay in moments. But again, this, this is just like Justin Fields. You can look okay, but in moments. I need you to look good all the time. 18 for 30, 220, two touchdowns, three interceptions. A fumbled loss despite running eight times for 70 yards. He did talk to the media following the game. Here's Tyson Bagent. Tyson, can you take us through your day uh, as far as what was going so well for you through three quarters and then what went wrong for you in the end? Um, yeah, I think I was, you know, I think I did a good job of, uh, you know, controlling the game. I thought we did a good job of controlling the game, managing the con- the, the play clock, uh, especially with all, you know, the atmosphere that they always tell you about, you know, when you come here to play the Saints. Um, thought we managed that well. Thought we were taking advantage of a lot of things. And then really it just all comes down to myself in that last quarter, uh, being able to do a better job taking care of the ball. Coach talks about it every single day, how important it is to take care of the ball, and I didn't do a good job of that. So that's basically, you know, it's basically just me there in that last quarter. What's the diagnosis on the interceptions in the fourth quarter? Involve them in tight coverage? Is there something that you misread or just tried to make a throw that ultimately they jumped? Yeah, I think it was, uh, you know, good, good, good on their part, uh, bad on my part, you know, tight coverage. They, you know, they made a, they made a couple of really good plays. So uh, hats off to them. But once again, you know, I got to probably just go somewhere else with the ball. So um, that that's on me. Was it at all a product of just the offense stalling and you just trying to force something, trying to make something happen? Yeah, yeah, I think it was all on me, uh, just, you know, forcing a couple – plays there and then um you know you can't can't afford to take plays off in nfl uh, because they come back to bite you so got to be sharp on every play yeah i thought you know i thought our team played extremely well um which is why it's so embarrassing just because you know one score game lose a turnover battle by that amount um it's embarrassing, but um, it's part of the game, and I'm just looking forward to building and learning uh, from this experience. Tyson, if, if, uh, if Justin is back next week and this is kind of the end of this run for you, um, I thought I took advantage. I thought I did a lot of good things. I think there's a lot of things that I can also learn from. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, you know. I'm blessed beyond beyond measure. I can't believe the position I'm in. I had an extreme amount of uh, fun with all the guys having my back the way they did. Um, but you know, for me going forward, you know, nothing changes. I'll continue to prepare um, as if I'm starting every game. So, uh, looking forward to it. Can you come out of this with a clearer checklist of what you need to work on? Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, repetition, mother of all learners. Uh, don't, the, the best way to learn is to be uh, thrown into the fire, so to speak. So um, I take a lot, you know, a, a lot out of out of this experience. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I think there's pretty much. I mean, I think there's only one way to, and that's just continue to do exactly what I've been doing preparation wise I think that's the only that's the only thing that there is to do I don't really know what else um, I would do so just continue to do exactly what I've been doing preparation wise do a better job taking care of the football did you, did you 
feel like you were a little bit late on, on at least two of the picks. Do you think that was a Which ones? Um, the one that Tyler, um, and then the, the second one, I think, also. Yeah, I think I was late to the one to Mooney, and I think that I was on time to the one to Tyler. Just good coverage, a little bit behind him, uh, which is all me. Tyson Bajan right there. I mean, to the point, simple. Very matter of fact, three and a half minutes, bro. That's too long. Nobody had no follow-up questions for Tyson Bajan. It's like, yeah, we know what you are, bro. You did a mediocre performance, and that's what that is. What did you think about the performance of Tyson Bajan? I mean, Tyler, you were the one that was in here talking about you thought he had a great game. It's okay. You can defend I never yourself. said great game. You said he had a great game. You're like, I, you know, everything outside of interceptions – he should be the starting quarterback instead of Justin Fields. I never said that. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I just, no, unfortunately, he made a lot of bad mistakes. But outside of those, like, game-changing mistakes, there wasn't really a time where I was like, he made a bad play. If that It was just those four really, really crucial mistakes that dampened. There wasn't anything else bad that stuck out to me yeah if that's if that's what i'm if yeah. that makes sense unfortunately the four bad ones really I, stood out like a sore thumb oh and that's <laughs> and that sucks because yeah. you just it's the nfl like i know a lot of people say it, this isn't shepherd university yeah can't, can't, can't get away with this stuff anymore yeah and again it's like it's no knock on it's like what 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 backup quarterback comes in and then you start trashing him if they, you don't. It's a backup quarterback. You don't. The expectations are low. You don't sit up there and be like, "Oh man, it's going down now." Tyson Bajan's in. It just doesn't happen like that. I think he's playing well for for what the overall situation is with the team. Can I yeah, give him I mean, that? It's, 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 I mean, listen, the bar is low. Yeah. To be a quarterback for the Chicago Bears, the bar is low. Are you competent? Can you read a defense? Can you throw a five-yard out? Can you hand the ball off properly? Like, the bar is low. Because if you can do that, then you're Tyson Bajan. <sighs> yeah. You're a guy that can, that can keep you in a game. But listen, this is what I said when, when Justin Fields went down. Or not even when Justin Fields was down. If the Bears were going to be bad, I was like, F it. Give me Tyson Bajan, because at least that way I know the game is exciting. Right? And I'm not frustrated because I anticipate a loss, but I know he can make it exciting, and it's exactly what he's done. Against the Chargers, I mean, it was just a bad, bad game for him, right? But there were still moments where he felt like, oh, you know, are the Bears going to pull it off? You know, late in the game, you're like, is he going to? So at least you have that. This game against the, the, the Saints, you didn't think the Bears were going to win, but damn, they had multiple chances. So again, it was exciting. It was the NFL is a product, an entertainment product. Just like you go to the movies and you spend twenty bucks to go watch a three-hour film. The same thing applies for football. They are trying to give you a an entertaining product for three hours. NFLE, National Football League Entertainment. Yeah, NFLE, and that's exactly what they do. And and, and Bajan is doing a good job of that. 
He's he's made it entertaining. He's made it watchable. Where there were moments last year where you didn't even want to watch the damn game. No. And so this year, I feel like with Bajan under center, you just never know. Against Oakland, hey, bro, he put together a good game. Against the Chargers, you're a little overwhelmed. This week, you just you, 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 you set out to prove too much, probably. I uh, I found that 2019 season for Josh Dobbs, if you want to hear it. Oh, my God, I love this. So do you remember 2019? Actually, Ben Roethlisberger suffered a career, uh, not career, a season-ending injury in week two of that year. Okay. And right before week one, Dobbs was traded to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, is that what happened? After they paid Nick Foles. But he never played because Nick Foles had a season-ending injury. And they had Gordon Minshew. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. And Mason Rudolph ended up playing the rest of the year for Pittsburgh. So wait, what happened to Josh Dobbs in Jacksonville? He just... He just didn't play. Gardner Minshew played well enough that I think it was... Oh, yeah. Still, Doug Marone said... Minshew Mania. Yeah, Minshew that was Mania. The, that was the peak of Minshew Mania. Yeah, and that's when that's when Foles was, was getting traded because Gardner had a, had a good year. So that would make sense why Josh Dobbs didn't see the field because there was no need for him to. He was he was the journeyman backup, but Minshew Mania had taken over. Yes, he will. And, and could you imagine too if Dobbs played in Pittsburgh, that whole Miles Garrett Brown situation with him slamming the helmet oh. would have never happened. And then imagine. And then he would have taken over for for Roethlisberger instead of Rudolph. Week two. And then Josh, Do- the story of Josh Dobbs could be a lot different. And then he was like waived by the Jaguars, picked up by was. the Steelers a year later, and then was placed on IR. Because he got hurt. Look at that. Yep. And he then is, he went to the Browns. Is he really a... I saw Lawrence Holmes put that out there, that he's a scientist. Josh Dobbs? Yeah. Yeah. He's an actual, I think it's a rocket science. You know what? I think Prime Video did a little segment about that when he was with the Titans last year, that he's something with, yeah, he's something astronautical. I don't know what the term is, but he's pretty smart. He's a rocket scientist. Yeah, he's pretty smart. This is pretty cool. Joshua Dobbs, going into my my goal is to get a fully encompassing experience to be an aerospace engineer at NASA. That's what he wants to be. Oh, my goodness. That's pretty impressive. Well, he's got a career aspiration after he retires from football. Yeah, well, that's what that's 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 is an aerospace background. Rocket scientist Joshua Dobbs. That's impressive. Look at him. An aerospace engineer with NASA in two separate off seasons. I mean, if you hear him at the podium, he just sounds extremely articulate. So uh, that's interesting. Okay. All right. All right. Josh Dobbs. Hey. Doppelganger, I'm telling you, bro. Josh Dobbs and Justin Fields. I know one one seems to be a bit more likable, and I won't tell you who it is. We're gonna have to find out. Nah. <laughs> well, all I all I gotta say is one experienced Minshew mania, the other didn't. Yeah, well, they, no, they they experienced the Bajancy. That's that, true. That's, that's true. So, so the other one, I'll tell you, bro. They're living they're living similar lives, bro. Except one's just dealt with much more injuries. Wow. From the 630, uh, text in, said Saints defense adjusted, Getsy didn't, and New Orleans secondary is excellent. Times Bajan, at time, nobody was open. I'll tell you this before we go to break. Here's a stat that I tried to hammer into the brains of Bears fans before this game. Four. Listen to this. Four of the top 11 cornerbacks in the league in pass deflections 
play for the New Orleans Saints. Four, think about that. There's, there are only four cornerbacks on your starting roster. Maybe five if you're playing nickel. And four of them are in the top 11 of pass deflections in the NFL. What does that mean? They're on the ball a lot. They're ball hawks. And Tyson Bajan, that's why you saw those passes that were, you know, just not out in front and just enough, and the defenders made you play. pay. Top five in takeaways in the NFL are the New Orleans Saints. Four of the top 11 cornerbacks lead, are, in, are in the top 11 in pass defections. It was going to be a long day for him regardless. Paulson Adebo's got to be one of them. He had two picks. Adebo was certainly one of them that was in there. Lattimore was in there. Those four of them was unreal. And I talked about it on Bears Unleashed on Fox 32. I talked about it on, uh, where was I on Friday? Oh, I said Bears Unleashed on Fox 32. I was talking about it on The Score. I talked about it here. And I tried to tell anybody that would listen. And sure enough, everything came to fruition and Tyson Bajan paid handsomely. Bears lose to the New Orleans Saints 24-17. It's Gabe Ramirez taking your phone calls. Where my where's my third crew? Where my third crew at? Third crewers? Third shifters at? Jesus. Where my third shifters at? You're trying to talk some Bears football? You got some thoughts about this team? Maybe some ideas about what they should be doing? I want to hear from you. 312-644-6767. We're taking your calls after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez here on a Plumbers 911 Football Monday, right here on 670 the score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.